I'm Gabe. And I'm Kat. And we're the, the Ghouls, Ghouls Next, Next Door. Door. Talking about that spooky stuff. All the time. Yeah. yeah. And it's November, which means it's my birthday month. And so it's all about me. Yeah. Gabe everything. Yeah. Which Gabe all day. <laughs> which means Woo-hoo. I'm inviting some of my favorite people on our podcast uh, from one of our very favorite podcasts ever. Ever. The Black Tribbles. Woo. And <laughs> so you've, you've already heard a few. And now we're giving you a new one. We're going to give you a cool topic, and we're inviting Eric the Master Tribble. Welcome. Hello. Happy to be here. <laughs> Hello. Happy you're here. I am happy and sipping on more happiness. Woo. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, when, why don't you tell us about yourself? Tell us about the Tribbles. Tell about what you do, what your story is. Um, I have no idea what you do know or do not know. I am the man, the myth, the legend, Master Tribble E. Mac. Um, I am a black tribble so you've heard i don't know what order i am in of the tribbles but i am one of the tribbles i am one of the original tribbles in ot if you will um so i am the tribble that's about all things video and movies if you saw us on youtube 90 percent chance i shot it and or edited it um <laughs> i also do writing i do directing i do filmmaking i do not i do day jobs i do daddy stuff i do married stuff um oh. and I do creative things. He's just trying My to be. That's like the dad. nutshell. Yeah, he's just trying that's, to be. That's that's the thirty second pitch. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is like there's your trailer, and then you can you know go to the theaters and see the full film. Right. So yeah. so that, those are the highlights. <laughs> if there's anything else you need, let me know. But I assume you're either a fan of us or them or these. So you know or you should both. be somewhat familiar. Yeah. I would imagine so. This is good stuff. Yeah. So for Kayla, you know, oh, yeah. If you like good stuff, you should be a fan of both. (laughs) Good stuff. You like content? We got it. We have content. (laughs) Who don't like good stuff? Yeah. Right? When you need good stuff, what do you do? You know, you go home, get some good stuff. You get good stuff. Your mama's cooking. Maybe you feel a little bit better. You need good stuff in your life. You don't need that. The whole country needs good stuff right now. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. And thank Mm. you for creating good stuff. No. Aw, thanks you. Thank you guys for creating hey, this. Hey, I just stepped in the door, so my toe is only in the good stuff right now. <laughs> yeah. But well, I will leave a, a whole seat. foot in it when I leave. <laughs> Excellent. You wait. You don't wipe it off at the and door. And it's my good foot. You keep it on. <laughs> you have a bad foot? I'm glad you led with the good foot. Hey, just drag not? the other one behind. <laughs> so we're going to talk about an uh, interesting topic because we have discussed many a times how the horror genre has many subgenres or crosses into other genres. Uh, like we created a horror comedy. I'm sure Those did. are two different genres that we made one. Quite. <laughs> yes. Um, and also we have discussed films previously that were could be interpreted as a different genre. And we will talk about that as well. So today we're talking about suspense slash thrillers versus horror. Because it's, it's my opinion, <laughs> just from the gate here, uh, that... Everyone likes horror movies. They just haven't found the right one yet or the right style. So okay. totally okay if people don't like gore and torture porn, which is a thing. Uh, totally, I'll accept it. You can also not like ghosts, but maybe you like a good old murder mystery. That's a horror film. It's horrible. Yeah, that can scare you. Yeah. If it, yeah. If it scares you, you can, call, you can consider it a horror film. Yeah. If it yeah. makes you feel uneasy, anxious. Kinda Any like of those things. Yeah, it's the intent. Thrilled. Yeah. Quite. Yeah. The intent to scare. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, some people don't find ghosts scary. Some people don't find the exorcist scary. True. Because if a ghost is just a displaced soul or a spirit, 
that means you were quote unquote human at one point in time. So, you know, yeah, maybe somebody has a relationship with what they would consider, you know, disembodied beings. Therefore, they are not frightened by such a thing. Yeah. I think frightening is definitely a, a personal experience. It's like something tailored to to every person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You but can fear really anything. True. Just let your mind go. But everybody's not afraid of everything, generally. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, everybody has a thing. Though. Lots of people go outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. And true. they just do it. And there are some that don't. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Agoraphobia. So I know it's, it's, Layers. Just, it's different because people are as varying as movies, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I... So... Back when um, Netflix was exclusively just DVDs, I'd remember that there was always like a, a like almost the same type of movies every time that would come to like our house. So it would be like one that was just like a stupid comedy that was like for my uncle and my little brother. That was just like just ones that they would like, like a Will Ferrell <laughs> or something. Right. right. Then there was always like a suspense thriller, which was like some cop or detective. Um, a serial killer of some sort for my aunt, and then there'd be a horror movie for me. Like, that was always, like, our rotation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would always watch, I rarely watched, like, the the comedy or the, the big office, um, box office, like, hits, like, um, I still haven't seen Avatar, like, Blue People Avatar. Okay. Uh, I've heard huh. it, and I do know that it is, in fact, Pocahontas with Blue People. Mm. Um, I've heard it a million times because it had long. surround sound. Yeah. <laughs> right. they would play it's it over and over again <laughs> but i've never seen it so i'd always skip those ones but i would always just sit there and watch any of the thrillers um which might have been like things like that and watching law and order probably is the start of my true crime obsession okay so i have a a, a love and admiration for thrillers and suspense in that they mimic reality in a way that i find you know interesting when it comes to horror because like so many t- times people jump right to like ghosts in like the supernatural or like or a really hokey serial killer or murderer like jason or freddie or uh mike myers he's right. gonna yeah I'm doing walking real thing. slow versus something like the zodiac who's real okay. <laughs> yeah so i yeah i've always been a fan of thrillers um and my uncle who's afraid of of horror films would also not watch the thrillers either so one the same bracket over scary. here mm-hmm. he was like why you gotta watch stuff that's so sad and i was like the world's sad uncle <laughs> get <laughs> with your eyes get, get with don't it. you realize <laughs> yeah the hope sad. hasn't been drained from you yet yeah. i'm younger and i'm more aware of it why? no future <laughs> sarah connor <laughs> yeah. right yeah. don't you know <laughs> yeah so you do watch Terminator and you're going to no, you watch Alien versus Predator from but you the can't. start of my youth until now. And Terminator honestly, I think ter- I think Terminator has a whole horror aspect yes. to it. You know oh, what I mean? Yes. It definitely yes. does. It's you're science fiction words. and it is action, but it definitely has a whole horror undertone to it. Um, I think what its undertone is like the Terminator's motivation. Yeah. Like, I think that's what it is. The motivation. That's the and horror that part itself, of Terminator. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that future that we're like just running to, like full speed on this like train. That's right, like, the yeah, horror technology. Aspect. Like, let's yeah. make bigger, better machines. Let's make them smarter, smarter, smarter till they're smarter than us. Oh Woo! wait, fuck! <laughs> that was a bad idea yeah. because now it's trying to kill us because it believes it's smarter than us, and it is because it's so winning and we're all dying. 
Yeah, and it's also what that mentality. It's like you're not the top of the food chain anymore. It's the thing we talked about through horror anime. The oh, entire yeah. theme that just kept overlapping is that we are going to die. There's a thing now that is more powerful than us. We are doomed, whatever. Like, that's what's happening. I'm still yeah. convinced. I watched it when I was five. I was severely traumatized. I thought that's how we were all going to die. I still kind of believe that. Yeah, robots that's why are you're coming. death by robots, Dribble. I'm go- we're all going to die. They're going <laughs> to outpower us. I'm going to be an idiot and think they have sentience and like feel bad for them and want them to have equal rights because that's who I am. Yeah, and right. then we all die. So, yeah, thanks. I agree. But yes, don't give them equal rights ever. They <laughs> no. should not. So I see that coming. No, they what don't. Makes a I person? will have a robot they have, husband. Like, programming you to think and mimic feelings. But, but aren't we that? They're not people. Aren't, aren't we, we all? Just we don't know what <laughs> we are. <laughs> I could be a we Cylon. Have no you clue. don't know. We n- none of us know exactly. We n- none of Those us know. I have infinite lives. I was here before. <laughs> there was nuclear wasteland. That's why I like Fallout. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. All I'm saying is, robots are scary. That's more than likely true. However, <laughs> I went on yeah. a long we don't know sidebar, <laughs> but it's it's real. But I believe you. Yeah. But I don't know. Terminator 2 is definitely horror. I feel very strongly about that. I feel like any sort of sci-fi or like... Yeah, I saw that in the theater whenever it came out. And if it was like 93-ish, I was probably like 11 or 12. And like my aunt took me to see that. Like, I don't know if I was ready. It was awesome. I was five, so I'm on the same. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I definitely saw the like in theater and I was like, this is like... Like my mom said, you could take me to see this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay? <laughs> but I? apparently, yes. <laughs> she gave me the okay. No, I had you the, the fun, signed like, form. My parents aren't married. Things so they're like, Dad lets me watch the rated R movies, and it's like, <laughs> oh, and then mom. So was mom trying to like keep up, or mom was like, oh my god, that bastard. I feel she like she. You. I don't think she cared too much either. She was probably just mad because then I like didn't sleep at all. Yeah. Like the but she had to deal, like, deal with you. Yeah, because yeah, I was just he like, does that the Terminator is not coming for you. I was Time travel isn't real. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah. I was just but like, if it Mom. will be, then I guess it already is. Yeah. Mom, the computer knows it's reading right. your mind. Like they're going to take over. The car has a mind. They're going to put the thing in it, and now it's it's driving itself, and it's going to kill us. Like that's where it was. I yeah. mean, cars have computers, and they can. They're starting to drive themselves. Terminator Three, but I don't think they can like thing. decide to kill humans yet. All I'm saying is Terminator Three. So like, I, d- I think oh, I think we do need like three laws. Like, if we had three laws, we would be cool. Yeah, three laws of robotics. Yes, yeah, I think that would work. You don't. I also consider they still the find their way around because then it questions reality. And that reality is horrifying. At the saying. end, when you see the aliens, I, maybe we're all in there. You don't know. That's all I'm saying. Everything that can end your existence, yes, is horrifying. Yeah, is I it? think that counts. <laughs> yeah. That is a safe suspense. bet. Suspense. Yeah. That's well, yeah, it's saying. like okay, it's like robots, zombies. Like we're, it's the same thing, guys. It's the same thing. Either way, we're getting. It's destroyed. a soulless creature <laughs> that's taken over us. What? It, what? It, why is one a horror and the other is like? This is sci-fi. Like you can, you can be both. I yeah. think so. Yes. You can be both. Also, but I think that's also where movies. like more beauty comes in, where you start to find more subgenres within your genre or culture or preferred, you know, medium of whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you find those new avenues of dramedy and new sub, whatevers, you know. Yeah. Well, because it allows you to to expand. So, um, everyone has probably listened to our audio drama. And the the people that were on there are part of an improv show, and it's uh, not yet rated. So what happens is someone comes up and they spin the wheel, and it picks a genre for them. Well, we went for their like Halloween edition, so it was an improvised horror movie. But 
they picked a subgenre. So you spin the wheel. On the subgenre on the genre board was romantic comedy. And the idea was like if you got that, then you spin again. So you get another genre on top of that. So it's this idea of like there's a romantic comedy happening inside, like a haunting gotcha. or like a poltergeist film or okay. like a slasher. So it's like you get so much more dimension and so much more to play with when you're you're following rules from I already more like than it. One. Like I'm already looking at layers. <laughs> I'm looking great. at so many different ways that can be interpreted. Right? Yeah. So yes, on board. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And um for well, ours was just a, f- a noir, but it also was it has different genres. <laughs> it Within. went somewhere, yeah. Yeah, it went a whole it loop went around somewhere. It did things. But it that's the improvised. thing, though. You have to be able to <laughs> give it its l- breath and then let it take life and shape and then follow it where it goes. You can't be afraid to follow your art where it wants to go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you had an idea in mind when you formulated it. But once you give it life, you have to be able to let it go and then follow. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah. it knows what it wants to do. Exactly. That's Even if I'm you saying. don't. Sentience. <laughs> exactly it's aware it's self-aware oh, the no. thing you made it is self-aware artificial. and is looking at you create life it finds a way judging you yeah like you could you can do this better life finds a way about um thrillers and horror movies Mm -hmm. and whether or not they are part of the same family they are if one of them is a black sheep or (laughs) like the kid that doesn't get any attention which is horror (laughs) and then you got thriller which is your like your book nerd your like scholastic kid with his av honor roll and then you got your weird kid in the corner (laughs) just doing this like putting his food all together like all in one, yeah. all in his milkshake, yeah. and then drinking it down. <laughs> exactly, that's your work. <laughs> the other one's like, I'm doing the same thing. I came from the same place, but people like me more, and I don't know. Right, I don't yeah, know why, I don't twins, know how, but, but I'm more acceptable. Exactly, I taste better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's a thriller versus a horror. Exactly, in summation, uh, for so I was like, uh, clearly the the answer is yes, they do overlap. Right, the um, Merriam-Webster dictionary for horror. Uh, definition says that it's something that's painful and intense uh, with fear, dread, or dismay, right? But the Wikipedia horror film definition, because it's not like a horror film, it's just horror, um, says it's a film that seeks to elicit fear, initially inspired by literature from authors like Edgar Allan Poe, O.G. Poe, <laughs> Bram Stoker, and Mary Shelley. Horror has existed as a film drama genre for more than a century. The macabre and the supernatural are frequent themes, but horror may also overlap with the fantasy supernatural fiction and thriller genres yeah it's in there it yeah. says it for us wikipedia said it which means Boom, so we can end this episode right here <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's done all right, so we're gonna leave and then you guys figure it out what you want to go watch seven there you go yeah Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah done <laughs> well like i was thinking because i looked up like it was like top 30 horror films or not horror uh, thriller films I was no, looking. Of them were horror. Yeah, I was I looking, and I was like, thing. "We <laughs> we've Sixth covered some there. of these." I was like, nah, that's horror. Yeah. You're wrong, world. Sixth Sense, not uh, The Witch, 
others. The others. Uh, the Ring was even on one of them. So what kind of a line do they draw between thriller and suspense? Because I think they're about the same. Yeah. Judging from their list and my taste, I think that's about the same. Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, because they're both like getting a certain reaction out of you, both suspense True. and thriller. It's like what I saw was a, a good kind of distinction between a horror and a and a film. Although a lot of these, yeah, was like a lot of the arguments. I was like, I don't know. I think I could argue against it. But one of them was like that thrillers are more about like the chase. And then like horror tends to be more about like the events, like the those things. But even then, I don't, I don't know. know. I well, that either. I, I would kind of frame it like this. This is the way I see it. So you have horror and I consider <laughs> horror more gore. So when you can see a lot of blood, when you see body parts, where people get torn apart, that's horror. That's more gore. Suspense is more scary because of what you don't see. Like you know the what I mean? End of it. Right. Yeah. It's it's more it's more kind of making you afraid with storytelling, mm-hmm. with your more more your imagination versus what you see. Yeah. That's kind of how I see the difference in horror. So with horror and gore. You see the blood, the body parts. It's like Saul. Yeah. But then when you have suspense or something that's more psychological, it's everything you don't see that's messing with your head. Your own imagination puts the gore in there for you. And your your imagination is so much more vivid than anything any film or production could show you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why like suspense and thriller is more scary for me. You know what I mean? I like horror. I enjoy it. But horror doesn't scare me. Suspense and thrills can scare me, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, it's it's kind of like what Kat had said before with short horror films where she feels like revealing the, the monster sometimes, like, takes away from all of that suspense and... and yeah, I think it makes it cheap and, and tension. It angry. Yeah, the tension that was brought up. Show a stupid-looking thing. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm it's even like thinking, like... It would have been better if you didn't. Because there's, there's ghost films, right? And that's horror. So it's not gory. It's more psychological. Especially ones that play with this idea of, like, is it in your head or is this real? Um, so, like, we're watching The the Haunting of Hill House, which kind of works on that. That, cr- that um, creator has also made Oculus, which definitely plays Ooh, with that Oculus. whole, like, are you crazy? I remember Oculus. I like the trailers more than I like the movie. Yeah. Well, even like I think there are horror films that really play into suspense as well, because you have something like The Others, which plays into suspense. It's in a lot that, about like, like what you can't see. There's that big twist at the end, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of it build up. It follows has some scary parts to it, like with the actual mo- like when people are murdered. Yeah, but the scariest parts of it follows. It's a lead up. It's a slow lead up. It's the person walking towards you really slow. And, like, knowing that they're always going to come find you. But that's a horror movie. And I'll fight anyone who just tell me it's not horrifying. The way I look at it is generally I see thriller and, like, suspense movies as things that, like, more likely than not could happen in real life. And that's what makes them scary. Like, I, like, I don't know if anyone else saw Ransom when they were younger. Yes. I it. Mel Gibson, Jewel? Yes. Okay. That was, like. That was that a horror mov- for you? Yes. Because that kidnapping is very real for children <laughs> as a fear. 
And I definitely thought that was like the scariest thing. I was terrified forever, just like thinking I was going to get kidnapped at any time. Hey, so yeah. Ransom Speed. was the scariest thing for you? Speed <laughs> scared me. The movie where the bus gets taken yeah, over. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. And I you got to go real fast Boy. or you're going to yeah. die. And then there's like all these like emotional elements. I thought that was a horror movie. And they're like, <laughs> no, it's not. I like these are things that I thought were horrifying as a child. Okay. And like, I still kind of think like could have been a horror movie. Okay. They're just like, the, the fear element is caused by something real, and that's why it's considered a thriller or suspense movie instead of, like, something supernatural. I mean, I'm sure that's not the exact definition. Right, 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 right. That's how I classified it. Okay. That, like, okay, yeah. so I'm feeling that. Yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you how that translates me. for me. Please. Okay. So, <laughs> just like that, because I was thinking about what was scariest to me, right? Mm-hmm. So when I think about what movies are scariest to me, I have to go back to my childhood because like nothing, you know, scares me today. I make films, so I'm pretty much yeah. not scared by things I see on screen. Yeah, we do this podcast. We are also immune. Right. So, <laughs> so that's immune. Being the case. I'm more of a mind like what scared me as a child. And honestly, what I come back to is child's play. Yes. Now, the reason chi- child's play <laughs> scares me is because when I was a kid, one of my favorite things to do was play or imagine like my G.I. Joes are real and they can move just like Toy Story. They can move when I'm not seeing them or aware of them or in the room. So they can do that. Right. That's how I think about my toys. They play when I'm not with them. And then to see child's play and this doll to play on its own, but then want to kill you. (laughs) Scared me. They're not real. If it's G.I. Joe or a Ninja Turtle, you just want to eat pizza or defeat Cobra. You You don't don't want to hurt me. What if it does? Chucky wants to kill people and take my body. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it took something (laughs) that I used to play with and made it real, but also twisted it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It perverted something I used to do. I hope they aren't real now because <laughs> what if they're really, you know, serial yeah, killers and saying. robbers that inside of my body. body. All I'm saying is if he died on top of a box of G.I. Joe's and his spirit <laughs> yeah. went in there, or you wouldn't want that to be alive <laughs> either. Toy <laughs> Story is terrifying. No. Don't watch it. Or literally just watch That's Toy the, Soldiers. Because the whole point is that the G.I. Joe's were bad. Yeah, I would say. So I think a big thing between thrillers and horror um, because some of them have similar plots. Or if you just changed the villain of a thriller from one to the other, you can very easily like blur that line even more. Um, but I think it's it's the intent of what you're trying to get away with. So it's like a the horror... The intent, and I think like visually, uh, horror is about what they do show you and suspense is about what they don't show you. You know what I mean? Because they just leave it to your own imagination or your own inference. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so much more vivid than anything you can see on screen. Like your your imagination, like you're your own worst enemy. So what you whatever it is you imagine is definitely worse than anything a visual effects supervisor can show you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think it. I just think it's a horror tactic. It's a it's a it's a different way to show that it's a different way to use those things. And that's why it's like with there's like jump scares, but there's also like the absence of jump scares in something that you expect yeah, to be a jump up, scare, which is scarier than the actual jump scare. Like when someone like goes in the bathroom, they open the mirror and, and like, they close oh it and you're like, eh, and then they turn and there's something right. Or like 
or being able to watch something and seeing like the subtle differences and weirdness that's happening behind them that's not like overt in your face but it's definitely like this intent to like do we want to just thrill our viewers do we want them on the edge of their seat or we do we want them cowering like underneath a cover i think it's a balance like i think everybody knows their audience and they know I mean, if you do this thing well, because we, we've all seen films that were not done well or we had a lot of notes for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I think what I'm thinking of is uh, Insidious, The Last Key. Mm. Yep. There were a lot of opportunities where you were waiting for jump scares, but they didn't play on every one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, they were kind of like picking their moments. Um, I like the Insidious franchise just because yeah. like from the door, they gave me something I wasn't expecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like expecting like something that was walking. like typical horror and it was like astral projection kind of yeah, a pseudoscience yeah. kind of a thing. So like right from there, they had me because like it wasn't what I was expecting. So they had me from that. You know what I mean? And then they still made it scary because it was about spirits that kind of could take your body if mm-hmm. you don't get back to it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So like I kind of like went on its own journey and followed it. So, yeah. like, even though it wasn't, you know, ghosts or, you know, hell or demons, it was what I wasn't expecting. So, it shocked me and it was something I was interested in. So, yeah. it pulled me in. Yeah. it did. I can I sense a trend in that you were afraid of possession. <laughs> um, I don't know if I say I'm afraid of possession. You just, like, want your body to be yours. Cool. You don't want anybody else I mean, in here. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a comfortable sharing my body. Like, let me not say that. <laughs> don't consent. put me in a box. Okay, right. With consent, I will share my body. But, you know, I think I think what scares me is more like the absence of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like when I say like your imagination is worse than anything they can show you, like when I thought about the scariest things after Freddy, I'm thinking about like Alien. That scared mm. me. Real yeah. slow pace. Sure real dark. You don't yep. see the alien a lot, but you know it's somewhere there. Yeah. That scared me. Um, Sphere. Sphere was mm. another one. Down That's under the water. One, yeah. Dark. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the antagonist of Sphere is human consciousness. Like your own demons. Your own negative thoughts that creep yeah. into every thought you have. That's the real antagonist of Sphere. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, We're that was, like, ourselves. a deep movie for me. And, like, Abyss. The Abyss. You know mm. what I mean? Things like that that are, like, it's scary because, like, we don't know what's going on. We're trying to figure it out. We're in this dark, quiet place and we're just trying, people are dying or this is happening. We can't figure it out. And it's not normal. And we yeah. have to discover what's going on. Like, I think it's kind of like, the uh, now that I'm speaking it out, it kind of sounds mm-hmm. like the same reason I want to do an escape room. Like, that sounds like fun to me. And yeah. figure out how to get out of this room before XYZ happens, whatever the scenario is. But like, yeah, like those are the things that scare me the most. You know, yeah. it's psychological. Puzzles. We have to think our way out. And why isn't this normal? Because... ABC happened, but it equals three or four or something that's not normal on our, you know, plane of existence. And we have to figure out why or what or how. Well, that was one of the arguments in like a post I read on like Reddit, essentially, was like that thrillers tend to exist in our world, like with the basic rules that we follow, like. And there's arguments to that, too, because like a lot of thrillers have like serial killers, which people would find that to be kind of out of the norm and kind of yeah, existing outside of, killer, yeah, probably. outside of our not everyone, expect- but there are a lot of serial killers in the U S yes. 
and everyone has the capacity to murder everyone knows that um but with horror films (laughs) with horror films it's that there there are things happening outside of the realm of what we usually are expecting and what we can control, which gives us a whole new aspect to be afraid of. Because, like, logic doesn't help you through it. But see, I don't know. I kind of find that as a cop-out. Like, I find that as, like, why, let's just call them the Holy Trinity, Freddie, Jason, and Michael, are, like, I don't want to say whack, but not <laughs> scary to me. You know what I mean? I would agree because they not. have, like, a mystical aspect that's unexplained, but so it's so it's why they are they don't die, but it doesn't tell you why they don't die. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I kind of find that like a cop out. So I don't like that as much as a plot theme in my movies. Well, yeah, but that's why that's what they're saying. The difference between a thriller and a horror is, and like like people think thrillers are more realistic. So like if you think of the strangers right that's a thriller you have two people who are being home invaded uh and a lot of the time you're not even really seeing the other people like it's just like hints that they were there Mm -hmm. or just knowing that they're they're around well if you took those the antagonists of the strangers and you made the strangers ghosts is it now a horror movie even though we're still going through the same thing like we're still getting just hints that there's something else here i feel like it does yeah, like, I don't know. When it feels like it's just, like, random like that, I feel like it's less good or less fulfilling to watch. Because then you don't got motive. You don't have anything to I think it's more exactly. terrifying. Like it's the scarier Hitcher. for my I think reason. The Hitcher was more one of those films. I yeah, want to say, like, no with reason. Sean Bean and a couple other people yeah. or whatever. But that's what makes and it And he scary. was just a crazy person that was terrorizing this couple that was on a road trip. He didn't have a reason, a motivation. Mm-hmm. You don't, you, it, and they didn't give you any backstory about him. Maybe he was crazy or this or that. And he was just the person fucking with them and terrorizing them. Like, that was like unfulfilling for me because, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But, but then you have something like Freddie and you have a backstory for him. You have, like, he was a child molester who was burned alive by the parents of these and kids. And fathered by, like, what, a thousand screaming maniacs? So... <laughs> yeah, that. his yeah. mom was, like, in the insane asylum. As yeah. And, like, yeah, by, like, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, like... But he honestly, has a motive. And out of, quote-unquote, the Holy weird. Trinity, he his story makes the most sense. Yes. And I think he's the only one... I don't the only one. Yeah, the only one. He works the best. Yeah. Like, he has, like, clear motivations. Um, I looked up earlier today, I think it's like eight elements of a horror story. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's lacking from like Jason and Michael Myers, like motivation. Yeah. Like what makes your antagonist or your killer want to kill or whatever. Yeah. And I, that's what makes Freddy, on top of his like, you know, charisma. Yes. That's what puts <laughs> yeah. him so far it's ahead of everybody else. But yeah, absolutely. Like out of the those three, like definitely is, Freddy is definitely the most thought out character and just, just the, the best. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he has a spiritual aspect to it, but it makes sense because he was already killed. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Now he can only well, affect you in your dreams. S- Jason so was also already seen. killed. And if you're talking about Friday the 13th, the first one, that one makes the most sense because it's his mom going around killing these skanky teenagers who let her son die. She's the one who makes the most sense if we're going to go with this Holy Trinity of these films. Exactly. Or what about Scream? That's a motive. I mean, it's a terrible motive, uh, but it's it's kind of realistic in my opinion. In that, like you know, he her mom caused his family 
spoilers if you guys haven't watched Scream. Uh, right, cause it was <laughs> 20 years <laughs> after yeah, the fact. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> uh, she, his mom, or her mom, Sydney's mom was sleeping with his dad and caused his family to be broken. And then also, so murder. yeah, so murder, because he's not well. That's a real thing that happens. Quite. It's called a serial killer. <laughs> like, none, most of our serial killers don't have a good reason. So, like, we're going to talk about Seven later, and the Brad Pitt's character names off because um, Morgan Freeman's character is like, well, we need to figure uh, out why. Like, he's smarter than we're saying. And Brad Pitt just, like, mentions, like, motives that other serial killers have said which are dumb like one was like um there's one that says jodie foster told me to do it and that was like someone tried to assassinate a president because he claimed that jodie foster told him there's my dog told me to do it which is david berkowitz mm-hmm. which is the son of sam like yeah <laughs> crazy people exist these are real things and their motives sucked so and also that's not really why he did it he's just an asshole sure. um but again sorry crime um but here like here's a question so i saw i was thinking about like if you if the idea is like supernatural or like weird situations versus real like versus real situations uh there's the boy which is the whole film have you seen the boy i don't think so so the boy is is a film where a woman goes to take care of a boy for this elderly couple and then if she finds out like immediately that the boy is gone and dead but they have a doll that resembles him and they want her to take care of the this doll like serious and at first she's like whatever and she like blows it off because she's like i'll just get paid but then like spooky stuff starts to happen so then she does take it seriously and she's taking care of this doll right so you have a whole film where you're like this doll's haunted there's some weird stuff happening it's also scary because it's like a doll is alive possibly and like her kind of build with it but the big reveal and the twist spoiler Spoilers. alert is that it's actually like the boy isn't gone or dead he actually is a grown person who is living in the walls and is causing all this supernatural stuff to happen like supposedly so this okay. is a film that was marketed and you're you're going through it as if it is a horror film in that like there's ghosts and bumps in the night but really at the end it's just a crazy person who m- was like a little off when he was a child potentially murdered a child another child and then they locked him up in the house and then he tormented his parents until they killed themselves which is just like (laughs) for me it's like what is this where because i don't think that the supernatural ideas is the line because even with sixth sense people are saying that's a thriller but there's ghosts and it is terrifying that film is scary all the dead people and and it's definitely like suspenseful you know what i mean like definitely like just drip drop those little clues for you here and there you know what i mean such a great um, movie yeah six cents was definitely one of those good ones they do just be like <gasps> oh yeah. at the end you know what i mean like it was yeah. so good yeah. when you finally caught that reveal because you were asking yourself so many questions during the entire film Yeah, you're like i don't why What's right happening? you know what i mean and i and i definitely think it was a great payoff and it just like i don't know it just added up the way he just i don't know dropped that story but i think that's really what the the key is to suspense is really about what they don't tell you you know what i mean what i want you to catch at the end and how much information i want you to catch and when Mm -hmm. what are you going to get in the second act and what are you going to get at the third act and what is your big payoff at the end that will explain 
all the questions you didn't know you had the answers to all along. You yeah. know what I mean? It's definitely a versus like, what are we revealing and what are we hiding? It's like, su- suspense and thrillers are like a big magic trick. And then horror movies are just like, these are the the bumps in the spooks in the night that are mm-hmm. like coming after you. Like if you think about it, you have like a a, a killer like um, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Very obviously, this is a horror film. Uh, there is somewhat of a motive. He, he's like inbred weirdo. It's motive enough. Right. <laughs> and cannibal. I want to kill you and wear your face. Yeah, yeah. What else would I do? <laughs> he's with your based face? off yeah, of no. a real serial killer. That's strange. Right. It's not Here's the thing. The Leatherface is based off a of real serial killer, Ed Gein. Right. Then you have another serial killer that was also based off of Ed Gein, which is in Silence of the Lambs, right? Mm -hmm. But in Silence of the Lambs, that's a thriller. That's a suspense thriller. And that we're not seeing, like, the active murders, but we are seeing him. Yeah, I know. You're saying it's the same. We're saying it's the same. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, they're both after... They're technically about very similar people. It's just in one, we're getting overt gore, and, and, and the stress of it is actually motivated by, like, our very imminent danger it's like it's not so much as like are we going to die it's when are we going to die who's dying next and who like who's possibly going to make it to the end whereas the other one it's like who's doing this and like how do we stop it is kind of where thrillers are coming from yeah like especially when you talk about silence of the lambs i think like it's special because you're getting a glimpse into the mind of a serial killer. You know what I mean? Like as quote unquote, as a movie goer, we all, let's just assume the majority of us are not serial killers. Therefore we don't know the (laughs) mentality of somebody who is or would (laughs) kill for, you know, whatever a reason is. So the Let's fact just put on our that, thinking caps for just right. a moment. Imagine a world where <laughs> we're, we're not imagine. all made of serial killers. <laughs> we can imagine Keeps we're not, not a serial killer. <laughs> Probably. You get to see a glimpse of a person that is and how they recognize one of their own. Like it takes one to know one. Yeah. So through the lens of Jodie Foster, the FBI agent, we get to see the world through the eyes of a serial killer, mm-hmm. what they want. And and how they view people and society and everything as a whole. So it was like dumb, eerie seeing him make predictions about what Buffalo Bill wanted mm-hmm. out yeah. of his victims. You yeah. know what I mean? And if they wanted him because he wanted him, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he just wanted to be, I guess, a beautiful woman mm-hmm. and have a, a suit of woman's skin. Yep. You know, and who spoiler doesn't, alert. You know, yeah. You know, I, I, hey, I'm guilty of wanting to find her things in life. I'll admit <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Well, now we know he has a suit with the lotion on its skin. But I think it's just the fact that the audience has to learn to view the world or victims or anything through the eyes of the killer was yeah. just so new at the time and revolutionary oh, that yeah. that's what made that film so big. Yeah, and then when you take that a step further in, like, bringing Hannibal, which was the TV series about Hannibal Lecter, and, like, you know, that world, it's it's incredibly body gore-ish. It's, it's full of just gore and, like, profound traps. Like, not traps, but, like, the way that bodies are found reminds me very much of, like, Saw, but with, like, art and 
terror. Um, but a lot so of it. They kind of like beautifully display, display yeah, corpses. Yeah. There's like some really crazy things that are done. There's like one where a person is made into like a cello. It's a intense. Cello. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Like, is it horror or is it thriller? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's both. But it's, exactly. Yes. It's just all those things. So I think they like overlap. Today, like they want to just grind it all up into one and make you shovel it all down. Yeah. There's layers. We are layered things. These are layered topics. Frankenstein is considered a horror movie. But when you really think about it, the the horror that is Frankenstein is the fact that this Dr. Frankenstein created a person, like recreated a person. And now, like... In Frankenstein, (laughs) the doctor is the monster, not the creation. Exactly. Yes. Frankenstein's monster, Frankenstein, is... Like, honestly, the protagonist in this, no one has to be alive the first time. They didn't ask to be alive again. No one wants to be alive. No one wants to be alive to begin with. But also, like, that's considered a horror film. And at the time, it was terrifying. We talk about it. And it even got, like, the first trigger warning. (laughs) It was like, you're going to be afraid of this. But I think in today's world, like, that book would be more considered a thriller. And that, like, you're, you're exploring the motive and the reasons and like dissecting like why is this wrong instead of just trying to survive because it would be less like life science and more like an alternative lifestyle individual you know what i mean like our definitions of i guess like if you look at a hundred years ago bringing something to life was like a novel idea yeah then you look at 2018 we have like hey zombies are a thing yeah. You want to look at what is this life form that you brought back to life and what does it want out of its new existence? Because it doesn't have any previous memory of what it used to be, but it's alive now. It's made up of several different things. Mm-hmm. What is it and what is it going to choose to be? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I think like more days or nowadays, uh, the, the, the real juicy tidbit that we're all after is like, quote-unquote artificial intelligence because like mm. frankenstein is an artificial intelligence yeah. like you gave it a brain from something different than all of its body parts and you want it to be quote-unquote a peaceful creature and not a monster mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like in like 2018 everything is about like what is this consciousness going to be Uh, so we um, watched Seven. Uh, it is a bit of a uh, secret in that Kat and I had not previously watched Seven all the way through. You've never much seen at Seven all. before? I'd seen pieces. I had always seen, okay, here's what I, I've always seen up to Gluttony. And then I was just like, I gotta, I'm just going to go somewhere else. I'm done. I'm bored. <laughs> I was just not okay. about it. Uh, but you've seen but it we've recently. seen it now. Yeah, we saw so it yesterday. So for people who have not seen it, like us, uh, two days ago seven which is from 1995 tells the story of david mills a detective who partners with the retiring william somerset to track down a serial killer who uses the seven deadly sins as a motif in his murders murders. i saw seven yeah but it was a long time ago yeah i saw seven when i was like 15 on a plane going to south korea 
<laughs> so it was like a 16-hour flight, and I saw like three movies in that stretch. Yeah. So I did see seven, <laughs> but not since then. Yeah. Well. But I do then. recall Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. Yep. America's so Grandpa. I know the film. Yeah. Um, But I, I definitely was intrigued by it. So I discussed this in my torture porn gore episode with... um. Uh, garbled cast. Yeah, for our garbled switch cast, where we switch hosts. And we were talking about Saw, because that's like one of the more renowned uh, torture porn films that there are. And the thing is, people label uh, Seven as torture porn too, but that it's a critically acclaimed torture porn. And the reason for it is, when you see these bodies, like that's what they were. Like we're seeing the aftermath, sure, but we're like, it's. Like when you see, honestly, just seeing <laughs> to me, just seeing uh, what happened to Lust, which essentially was that a man was wearing a knife dildo and like murdered her that way. Uh, just hearing him tell you about it and then having seen one, just like a glimpse of the murder scene and then seeing the picture of the the tool in which he did this, like that is torture in itself, but we didn't see it overtly the way we would have seen it in something like Saw or an, a film probably, like you probably wouldn't see something like that unless it was foreign. Yeah, like foreign films can go a little me. farther farther <laughs> than, was than like, oh, American. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. I literally even asked you, I was like, wait a minute. Did that just happen? Are you telling me? Or I would say, I think the scariest thing in that film was Sloth. Yeah, seeing him and then source. he moves because he was alive. I mean, like, you're absolutely right. But at the same time, I think it was kind of pushing the boundaries at the time. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Because, like, if you look at things of, you know, today versus, like, 20 or 30 years ago, there are things that are on, like, the Jeffersons or Sanford and Son that were, could not be on TV today. Mm-hmm. It was a different time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I really think that in 1995, you said it was, uh, Seven really kind of started pushing those boundaries. Yeah. So Saul didn't come out till like 2004. So Saul was very gory. Like it's definitely torture porn. (laughs) Um, Yes. So you'll see like, you know, dismembered limbs or entrails and buckets. And when I say buckets, I mean buckets of blood yeah when it comes to saw the saw franchise but yeah when you talk about 95 you're definitely just getting into that kind of a realm that's like that terminator kind of an era when stuff was transitioning into something i guess like that was more visceral and you know like definitely more buckets of blood and when they translated into film for you know for culture Sure. I think I think what the one thing that I took from the difference between in in thinking about the difference between Saw and Seven is that they're both they have a lot of similarities. You have a serial killer that's using like that's one punishing people for something that they've seen. And they're like, you are deserving of punishment and we are the redemption. Right. Uh, Also, there's kind of like this element of like you're doing this to yourself. Um, Or he's, like, forcing other people to do it. Like, he's indirectly killing people in some ways. Um, But what I see is that thrillers are just horror movies that critics like. Because they're not in your face. They are the the films that are... Like, because horror movies don't get... 
the awards and the recognition that they oughta. <laughs> but yeah. uh, when you have thrillers, it's like that's horror. That's a it's a brand of horror, but that's the award winning horror. I don't know. See, this is what I think. I feel like to be a quote unquote award winning movie, you cannot be too far into any genre, but drama. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. people don't consider you as serious art unless you're dramatic, a tearjerker, something quote-unquote thought-provoking. Yeah. And just those, like, three things. You know what I mean? If you're a horror film, but you have heart, or if you're a comedy film, but you have a moral, like, you never get the kind of acclaim or, you know, respect that a quote-unquote art piece or a drama film or something independent has you know what i mean but there will never be a drama a comedy that wins an academy award you know what i mean Mm -hmm. there has to be a drama something that's like you know socially conscious or you know a higher calling i want to call it but if you're comedy you're not good enough for like an academy award you know horror is on that same level if you're a horror you're not good enough for this that and a third you have to be thought-provoking and a social you know whatever to be an award-winning or to be qualified to be award winning. And then you can be a serious film. If you're horror or comedy or a rom com, you're not as good as an art piece or something like that. Yeah. I just feel like that's how the award, you know, scene is. Uh, Seven was voted the eighth scariest film of all time by Entertainment Weekly. Like, what, what's happening here? Mm. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I guess it's, there's scary aspects to it, sure. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. How? It is scary in that, like someone's killing scene. people. Yeah, and then yeah, also like, it's uncomfortable and disturbing. Killer, that is scary because of the randomness. Anybody can be touched by this killer, mm-hmm. like the DC sniper. Anybody could have been hit by that. Anybody walking across the street. Anybody downtown. Mm-hmm. Anybody could have been hit by this sniper. Like that was a scary thing. You know what yeah. I mean? You didn't know where or when it was going to happen, but it was definitely real. And that's all you knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's terrifying. But seven, not so much. I think the scary parts of it are, is the circumstance and like that there is this killer that's doing this and again, punishing you for things that it thinks that you should be punished for. Um, And that he thinks he's holier than thou. and, it, and I really think it's somebody with their own personal sense of judgment that they're inflicting on, you know, their victims. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, you know, even Christians believe that God should judge. But at the same time, like, this person's like, hey, you're a whore, you're a sloth, you're a glutton. Mm-hmm. I need to exact revenge on you or kill you or punish you or teach you a lesson. Like, what gives that one person that moral superiority to say, hey, I should kill you and or teach you a lesson. And if I can't teach you a lesson, you should die because you didn't learn from what I think you should know. Like, what gives an individual Mm -hmm. that kind of a complex to think that they know so much better than anybody else or feel like they need to punish those who don't know better? Yeah, like Jigsaw. That's what he did. Except the difference between Jigsaw and but John see, his, Doe. His kind of came from a place of like self-realization that I know I'm not uh, grateful for my life. 
Therefore, I want others to be exactly. grateful for the opportunities they have. So even that makes more sense. Yeah. You know then, what I mean? Yeah. I think Jigsaw, one, is, is weirdly enough a better person than John Doe in that he gives his victims the chance to survive. He makes them want to earn it. Right. It'll cost yeah. you. Yeah. It may cost you a little. Mm-hmm. It may cost you a lot. Mm-hmm. But it'll cost you. Or maybe you. you snap and then you're saw too. but yeah and with john doe it's like no instead he just cuts off your pregnant wife's head just to complete his seven times the the scary the scary sloth uh makeup like the person it took 14 hours to make that what that's crazy wow and that guy was like a lot of hours yeah he was like 96 pounds when in like the the um director was like looking for someone who was like 90 pounds because they were like oh it's scary but they hired that guy because he was good but then he they made like a joke like oh you should lose weight and then the next time he came back said he lost six pounds wow. <laughs> yeah. like i'm totally 90 pounds for you what oh that's from seven what's yeah. in the box yeah I was yeah no th- that's all big the thing. voice it's is like, the same yeah it's it's pretty much yeah. the he's same literally thing. not like what's in the box like because it's his wife's head He's he like, was like, what's, what's in the, the box? box? What's okay. in that? <laughs> Is it my wife's head? Oh, my that's God. So cool, Did man. you put my wife's head in the box? Oh, you already know. Ah, no. like literally oh, the, already that's know. literally the voice. Not that's in the, the box. Worst. Oh. I also hate Brad Pitt, but that's fine. Ah, in the I'm box. Okay no, I don't like yeah. that. Feelings. Yeah, feelings. Yeah, feelings. Yeah, I said feelings. Let's talk about feelings. Okay. So, if you don't like it, it's, <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> what's in it? And if you do like it, it's Hannibal's home-cooked meals. Okay. It's like Meals Food on for Wheels. The family. Yeah. So for that includes <laughs> the family. Yeah. Yeah. Home, right. home of, it's, it's food of the family. Family-cooked meal. Like, <laughs> the <laughs> 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 family was cooked. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm funny. Uh, so for the whole genre, this whole idea of thrillers. So we're, I think we're in consensus that thrillers do count as horror sometimes and most of the time. Cause they do, horror. but they're also scarier than horror. Yeah. Well, if horror is, has the intent to elicit fear, then thrillers are horror. Horrors don't, horror doesn't just mean slasher. But there's different kinds of horror, and thriller is one, and thriller yes. is scarier to you. Yes. Yes. Okay, Those. we're in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So in summation, yeah, thrillers are horror films. And so now we have a whole episode, so if people want to fight us, we'll just direct them right here. We got proof. Right. <laughs> thrillers in that slash box. suspense. Yes. And that's scarier than blood and gore. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're all, we all know that we're not serial killers yes we're putting on that we are not that idea (laughs) right now tonight we're not serial killers we took a break so you guys how do you feel about thrillers is it (laughs) or is it uh hannibal's home cooked meals hannibal's home cooked meals hannibal's home cooked meals also yes if you're home cooking (laughs) a thriller i will take that Mm. yeah you want a home yeah you want to cook me a nice meal afoot 
<laughs> Please. Yeah. Okay, what about the film Seven? Ugh, what's in the box? What's in the box? I you gotta like say it right. What's in the box? <laughs> yeah. I think like I think we're too too late to the to the craze. Like it's just put up on such a high pedestal. And like yeah. I is watched it? it, it definitely people is. Are like, like people oh my God, talk seven. about it. I've like, only seen it that time on the plane. On the plane. And maybe pieces since. Mm-hmm. I've never sat down and watched seven again. Yeah. It's not like I'm like along came a spider. Right. I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna watch this. Which yeah. yeah. Which is right. like one of those you'd be like, fuck, yay, watch Along Came a Spider. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it it was like for me, it was a lot of nothing's happening. Yeah. Like it was a lot it was just a police procedural and it there were it felt like there's just splashes of the horror in there where it was like, here's a grotesque body every like twenty minutes. And it was a very long film. And the ending felt very anticlimactic. Yeah. And I guess I think we're just kind of desensitized. Like I can totally see that maybe for like that time period, 95 mm-hmm. of people being like, Whoa, yeah, Ooh, he did what time. he murdered her. And it's like, okay, but I've seen, I saw the devil, which is a Korean horror film, which is terrifying. And that it does not stop. Like in the way that we're like slashers go too far with gore. No Korean horror films do not have the same restrictions that American horror films do. And that's like a whole topic on itself. But that to me is like, that's really scary. Um, and this just felt like it was dabbling in the scary. Dip in a toe. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Mm. What's in the box? <laughs> what's in there? What's in Someone the tell box? me what's inside. Can you just tell me, Morgan, what's in it? He's oh like throwing God. a tantrum. I hate breakfast. And <laughs> then you got, <laughs> yeah, you got. I don't know, you ain't like him in like Fight Club. He's fine. Uh, I'm not a big fan of him. Edward anymore. Norton's, what's the point of that film? I, Tripping. <laughs> my whole thing is like, <laughs> I really wish that Morgan Freeman's character was just like, dog, yeah, your wife's head's in the box. Listen, I'm <laughs> I just want you to know. <laughs> Listen, man, That's we're fine. bros. I talk to her, we're friends, and I'm also heartbroken. You know what? Just kill him. But he's all like, he's going to win. It's like, Bro, he already won. He murdered your wife. He's dead. Like, listen, here's he the thing. He kills your whole wife. Yeah, Brad and your unborn child. Brad Pitt is already dead. That's the whole thing. He's already dead. There's no not being dead anymore. So either we just have this guy go rot in prison or we just shoot him and it's fine. That sounds much better. Wouldn't you feel better if you shot him? Yes. Right? I yeah. think you would. Yeah. But he's like, you oh, I'm, gonna, I'm important and I believe in justice. Yeah. Man, Morgan, why don't you do us a solid? I just like they spent way too much time in the library and it just felt (laughs) like and I felt continuously like Brad Pitt was doing nothing. Like I was like, what you've taught me is cops do shit. Basically, like he he, the whole time he just like chases people through windows like that's his only job. Yeah. Like Morgan's like, let me do research and let's talk about his modus operandi. And he's like, "Uh, let me detect (laughs) some shit. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, let me Sherlock Holmes this right quick. And Brad Pitt's like, I want to punch stuff. Let me punch it with my hands. Wrath, 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 (laughs) wrath, wrath. And then Kevin Spacey's like, yeah, you're full of wrath, man. You want to. You, you want to finish out my whole situ- You want to finish out my whole plan and shoot me because I'm a pervert. All right. Well, thank you, Eric, for joining us. And hey, it was my pleasure. <laughs> and for hashing out the truth, which is that suspense thrillers are better at some things than slashers. I'll still go to the grave for my torture porn. I think it has a it has a purpose. 
Yeah. What has purpose? <laughs> Torture porn slash gore slash slashers. <laughs> well, and what would you call its purpose? To entertain and thrill you. I don't know about thrilling. And make like, your it's stomach fun hurt. to watch, especially <laughs> if it's something you've never seen before. But I don't know if it's like thrilling. It's just like, oh wow, I've never I don't know. Hostel is pretty thrilling. These are opinions. When they like one like trying hostile, to escape, one up. getting involved. I did like Hostel. Being yeah, that and that I is I did peak, like Hostel. Peak gore. Hostel was like out of the box yeah. when I saw it. I will admit. And it when has I saw a purpose. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I was like, yes, yes, yeah. sir, Eli Roth. All I'm saying is yeah. that suspense thrillers are in fact horror, and now we got there's three of us who can fight you. And, yeah. we're not and I say it's the best horror. <laughs> yeah. It's the best horror. Those are horrors I love. <laughs> yeah. Suspense. Those are horrors I love. That's my horror right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gotta be suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So that's our 33rd episode. Woo! For our Yay! Glad to be a part of it. Yeah. When you want to have me back. Yeah. I'm available. Okay. <laughs> when you want me. Every you day. <laughs> that's our third of four triples that we're going to be featuring this month. So we're, uh, we have one more triple left um, and then potentially two more in the future, uh, possibly a Patreon specialty. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> and yeah, you're welcome anytime. You don't Yay, have a good to get married cat. They eat your kids. Yeah, but also they could potentially kill you before you even have the kid and then you're beheaded. In a box. And then you're in a box. Yeah. Don't want to be in box. Mm-hmm. Don't put so me don't in a box. It. That's rude. Yep. So just remember, guys. Uh, don't get don't get married. married. Delete your, your kids. kids. All right. Bye. Bye. Later. Deuces. <laughs>